0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the His and Her Rewatch Podcast, where we watch movies that he likes,
1: and watch movies that she likes.
0: I'm the His, Caleb, and with me as always, my forever favorite, my wife, (laughs) the Her, Megan. Megan, welcome back to another episode.
1: Thanks, thanks for having me again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're so kind. (laughs) Oh, we're back at it. Uh... It hasn't been that long since we recorded our, our last one. I'm really excited about this one. I'm excited because I think the last two episodes...
1: Because it was my pick? Is that why you're excited? It's
0: your pick. I'm excited about what you had to say. I'm excited because after our last two episodes, I was really into those. I think we did a great job on those. They're our best ones yet, especially the clueless one. haven't quite finished... <laughs> my pick. Your pick. <laughs> I haven't quite, quite finished the Gladiator um, editing and stuff but I do think we did a great job on that one. Hope it turns out as good. So I hope everybody's enjoying it and we're uh, chugging right along. I hope if you are liking it, I hope you're uh, liking and subscribing and following us on our socials and leaving reviews and five-star ratings. It really helps us. I'm not quite sure what the algorithms are for that kind of stuff, but I'm sure it helps. So talk about our socials and stuff real quick and
1: yeah, so socials are at His and Her Rewatch on Instagram and same thing on Facebook, but it's His and then the and sign, His and Her Rewatch on Facebook. On
0: Facebook. Yep. And then our podcast um, sites uh, for wherever, you're, wherever you are listening. Um, we got Apple Podcast, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. So I hope you find Always. us on there, all of them, and I hope you're enjoying, like I said, if you're, whatever platform you are listening on, leave us a review and a five-star rating. So. Well,
1: it doesn't have to be a five-star, just.
0: No, it has to be a five-star. <laughs> it has to be a five-star and it has to be a really good review. And, How amazing you are. <laughs> yes. Please talk good things about me. We already know Megan's great. We already know all that. She's amazing. She's the best co-host you could ask for. Well, I tried. So, um, the
1: best co-host you could ever ask for.
0: I could ever ask for <laughs> is that what you said? I don't know what I said.
1: I think exactly what you said. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I was trying to think of something clever, but then it just came out exactly what you said. So I guess that was right.
0: I did the best I could from the beginning. <laughs> so uh, before we get into our first movie, I've, listening to some of our podcasts... Uh, I do want to ask you, just so the audience can learn more about us. What, because um, we talk about you talk about a couple of movies that you just do rewatchables as, as examples for, for your reviews and different like my things. Criteria. Yeah, yeah. So, I want to hear what are like your three maybe, um, maybe different genres, different time. Doesn't have to be consistently. It can be all over the place. But what are the three of your? Uh, most rewatchable movies like it's on tv you're gonna keep turn it on Uh, if it's on you you click over you just hit play don't or you click over and you just don't have to worry about it you know you are gonna enjoy it doesn't matter but you can be doing the dishes while you're watching it or sit down and really look into it and enjoy it but what are what are some movies for you that you would like
1: well, I'm glad you dragged that out because I totally forgot. I know. I
0: saw it in your eyes that you needed me to drag that out <laughs> well, thank you. I got bit. it
1: now. I got it. Was that, got quick? it? Okay, that Okay, okay, good. No, I remember you asking me that you were going to say that and I completely forgot to yeah. think about
0: I th- it. I knew you said you wanted to wing it. I was trying to give you a little bit of a, a volley, <laughs> but you... you
1: Appreciate it, but like, I got it now. I was I like, got okay,
0: him. you know, you do you, boo.
1: I got it. I got it. Okay, well, I've already said the Mrs. Doubtfire one. I know Mrs.
0: Doubtfire. So, I with- I'll add that one. Okay. <laughs> Easy one. Yeah,
1: easy one. Uh, but I also would say Talladega Nights.
0: Oh, okay. Talladega Nights. Talladega yes. Nights. That's a yes. good one. I
1: like it. It comes on TV a lot. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm basing off of. Um, I don't normally just turn on a movie no. like on Netflix or whatever unless it's like a documentary or a movie we haven't seen before. Obviously. Usually it's stuff
0: you haven't seen. Not, yeah, Not yeah, stuff yeah. we rewatch. re-watch no, on if that. We we're
1: going to rewatch, it's usually like a TV show or something. But um, and then I would say the other one would be Miss Congeniality.
0: Okay. Yeah. A bullet, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I love like all one. of
1: those. Those are the, the best. I like and that. And then, or, I mean, I wouldn't mind turning on like a Disney movie, <laughs> like if there's a cartoon Disney movie on.
0: Well, there's some good classic ones that we, yeah. we just enjoyed to just put on while you're. Doesn't really matter. So. Yeah,
1: and it's safe for children. <laughs> yeah. For <sure. laughs> what about you? What do you say? I know uh, you probably already planned this out. So yeah, I had, I, I, I didn't have time g- to think about this. Carry so. it out. <laughs> <laughs> <I> know,
0: right. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of all over, but
1: all over no yours are all okay. over but i'm the
0: same thing well, for me but kind of of like
1: friendly.
0: one of my big ones would be like um top gun i really like top gun that one i can just turn on if it's on i'm gonna turn it on tommy boy i know you hate tommy boy oh i
1: thought of another one <laughs> okay you <can> go back <laughs> to finish mine. i'm sorry go Tom,
0: ahead tommy boy is a, is a good one i mean i grew up with that one me and my best friend growing up we would just I'm not going to quote the whole movie. I know, you do. We would, I would, we would get you into, do. yeah, every so often, me and him just get in quotes back and forth, we just quote the movie back and forth on text, and just, it's, it's I know, fun. you'll do
1: quotes from there, and I'm like, okay, and then you're like, <laughs> it's from Tommy Boy, I'm like, oh, okay. You're like, yeah. I don't know, I don't, I think I've seen that movie maybe once or twice, only with you, and I don't want to see it ever again. I know, I was. It's super dumb, and I love dumb movies, but that one's. Real, real no,
0: it's great. It is <laughs> so funny. It's so rewatchable. So many great lines in it. Is
1: that the one when they have that deer in the car? Or is that a different one? Yeah, that's Tommy Boy. Okay.
0: That's Tommy Boy. Yep. It's with, okay.
1: With there are some funny Chris parts Far- in it. With Chris
0: Farley and David That's Spade. a really funny part. <laughs> yeah, that's a funny part. That is a funny part. There's a lot of funny parts in yeah. it. Um And they also did another one together, Black Sheep. That yeah, was, I think that's the one that's I really another, like, yeah. That's a. It's pretty good. It's not as good as Tommy Boy, but... I like is those. that your last one? And then no, no. that's not my last one.
1: <laughs> I'm like, you're gonna do two from Chris Farley. I know, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, remember the Titans. That is a great feel-good movie. I could turn it on, watch it, any part of that, and just get into it from there. So many good feelings in that one. Funny. Well, our
1: movies are really different.
0: <laughs> they are, yeah. And that's why we're doing the podcast, right? <laughs> I
1: know. They're so different. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what was your what was your other one?
1: My other one was Thor.
0: Thor, okay. Ragnarok.
1: Yeah, I mean any of them really. I I really like that whole storyline.
0: Yeah, I I think...
1: Because they're on a lot.
0: (laughs) They are on a lot. I will say that any, most superhero movies...
1: Yeah, they kind of go all together.
0: (laughs) I will will turn those on and watch those, especially the MCU movies and some of the older Marvel and... Couple of the DC ones that are good. That well, the kids I just, like
1: them too.
2: The
0: kids like it, and like I said, it's safe enough. They've seen them also. I just flip it through, can't find nothing on just to put on the TV for a little bit um, to walk in and out of. If a superhero movie's on too, I'll, I'll probably turn it on. Um, Thor Ragnarok is probably one of the most rewatchable ones that we yeah. have, uh, and otherwise, Captain America: The Winter Soldier is is the best MCU movie still, and I'll turn in that your one opinion. on. <laughs> in my opinion, but. <laughs> In a lot of the people's opinion,
1: <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> yeah. In a lot of people's opinion, <laughs> so
0: all right, I like that. That was good. So for all the, the audience,
1: yeah. Too. So you can kind of see where our criteria is, which is yeah. why. <laughs> well, these and and these
0: aren't all like super rewatchable movies. They're just really movies that we like uh, too. So yeah, and a little This pers- little insight into our personalities too. So maybe you agree with us or not. Uh, so anyways that's fun but, but anyways, we're the
1: one behind the mic so <laughs> so we get to talk
0: and you can bash Just us. Listen. you listen and Bash bashes on social medias if you want to no
1: don't please, please
0: don't. <laughs> don't no don't do that so we are here tonight for us is tonight maybe it's in the morning in a car ride to work but tonight yeah. for us talking it is we are here to talk about Moulin
2: Rouge yeah he entered a world where fantasy is real where he could be anything he wanted. And where he
1: would discover the most dangerous temptation of all.
2: Come and get me, boys. Diamonds are a bird's best friend. I believe you were expecting me.
0: Moulin Rouge is a uh, 2001. It came out May 16th, uh, 2001. Uh, we're kind of sitting in that era. Um, it's our high school years. Moulin Rouge was it actually won two Oscars and it got nominated for another three. So real quick, I, I've kind of liked seeing these um, and some of the actors and I, I've started clicking on what these some of the cast and directors and the movies have if they've gotten nominations or or Oscar wins and stuff. It, it's kind of neat to see. As we go through it, but uh, Moulin Rouge won two Oscars, one for Best uh, Direction and Set Direction. No, I'm sorry, Best Art Direction and Set Direction, and then another one for Best Costume Design. Oh, yeah. I can see those. Absolutely. Um, uh, The three other nominations, it got nominated for Best Picture, um, Best Actress in a Leading Role for Nicole Kipman, and Best Cinematography.
1: Oh, Yeah. I recognize that when we were watching the whole time, I'm like, "Oh my god, this cinematography is insane!" I couldn't even tell you what kind of tools they used to like get some of the shots that they got. It was insane. Yeah, it's like legs kicking everywhere and <laughs> skirts it was, flying. It was a lot of
0: movement. Yeah, was a lot. Rolling. I mean, a lot
1: of it sped up, yes, but still, There's yeah. a lot of choreography adjusting the camera work in itself.
0: <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Uh, Moulin Rouge! was directed and written by Baz Luhrmann. I hope I got that right. We'll see. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Sounds good to you. (laughs) We'll go with that. And I'm not familiar, well, I don't know the name, but some of his work, uh, he also wrote and directed Romeo and Juliet, which, you know, that's an adaptation of Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. And then he did Australia. That was also with Nicole Kidman. Romeo and Juliet. I was, was with Leonardo was,
1: DiCaprio. Yeah,
0: that was that's right. I'm trying to remember was, there was somebody else in the cast that was in that um in Moulin Rouge that was in that. Uh he also did The Great Gatsby. Mm, um, another great favorite. Yeah, and that was an F Scott Fitzgerald uh, book and then I was he did Elvis. Wow. The, the I did the the 22 Elvis. We, we watched that. That was that was a good one. I liked that Elvis. That was a good one, yeah. That was pretty popular.
1: Well, did you know so Speaking of all of his work, so yeah. pretty much, um, Moulin Rouge is the end of a trilogy series for him. Oh, okay. is what they're calling it. They're calling it a trilogy, even though oh,
0: kind of like how in
1: Clueless. Oh yeah, that's right. She, that's right. Although that kind of makes, I mean, I guess it kind of makes more sense. I feel like it's almost kind of like just period pieces, or maybe pieces that he was inspired by. So,
0: oh, which one does that include?
1: The The first one was the Red Curtain. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. The, it's called the Red Curtain Trilogy. So the first one is called um, Strictly Ballroom. Never heard Never of it. Never heard of it. Don't know anything about it. No. <laughs> um, but the second one was Jul- Romeo and Juliet. Oh, okay. Yes, and I've seen that movie. I don't know if you have or not.
0: I vaguely remember that one. and It's come up a couple of times in uh, some podcast i've listened to and some some
1: cast people some cast that i've looked up recently so it's been a long time since i've seen that movie um but it's another one of the really good ones that i've seen many many times um i'm trying to think of the girl who played juliet she was fantastic in that movie oh claire danes claire danes claire danes played juliet she's super 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 young which so is leonardo DiCaprio. oh for sure um but no, it was um, all spoken, you know, like Shakespearean and everything, which I thought was really cool. And then Moulin Rouge is what wrapped up the the trilogy for him, which I always think it's funny when um, directors and writers have like these trilogy sets. I'm like, did they come out like, did they go in this mindset of saying, OK, I'm going to make this trilogy? This is the three movies. Or did they kind of write it as they went? You know what, yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Like I don't know. Yeah, I'm
0: sure it wasn't a. This is our trilogy, kind of like how other. But as far as d- when they do their writings and how they all are similar and tied in, it was inspiration, and I'm sure it has a lot to do with their, um, what they what they would consider a trilogy.
1: Right, and I don't know anything about Strictly Ballroom, but you know Romeo and Juliet. When did that come out? 1992, for Strictly Ballroom. 1996 for Romeo and Juliet, and then 2001 for Moulin Rouge. So I know Romeo and Juliet and Moulin Rouge have a very um, tragic love story. So I'm assuming that's the same thing as Strictly Ballroom. But like I said, I have never seen that movie. So I couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, maybe we should see it. Not, maybe not for the podcast, but maybe just for curiosity to watch the movie. Yeah. Uh, maybe
0: that's one that we'll do together as a... Maybe. Maybe. A Together, pick of a. I mean, he's
1: got great films, like, I love all of those films. Yeah. Greg Gatsby is another great one. Elvis, and I can yeah. kind of see the core co- co- correlation. Yeah, I can kind of see the correlation. Oh, between the cinematography the two. Yeah.
0: and the similar styles. Yeah, uh, John Leguizano was the, um, the guy who played the short
1: uh-huh.
0: um, person in. Oh, that's right, he was in Romeo and Juliet. Yes, he
1: was. He was the um. Oh shoot! What's the uh? So yeah, so it's two feuding families. It was the Capulet and the Montague. Okay. So I believe he was um. In the house of Montague. Okay. But I could be wrong. But yeah, he's one of the ones. He's like one of the leaders in that. But yeah, right. he's he's really good in that movie. Um. That's interesting. Yeah, I know. I thought that was kind of fascinating. I didn't know anything else about it. Well, that's
0: what I was looking at the director, and he was he has a good tie in to some of the same similar. Or some of the same actors and mm-hmm. some of these bigger um, a lot of directors films. do that, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But then like you said, his bigger ones he's got he's got those. So it's pretty interesting. Like, well, yeah, 'cause I mean he's like got he's,
1: Great Gatsby. he's got Leonardo DiCaprio, and he did Romeo and Juliet. True. And that was several years later. Yeah. You know? That was
0: uh nineteen ninety six and then two thousand thirteen. Yeah. So yeah. Oh
1: yeah, that was a long time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's matured a <laughs> lot yeah matured just a, a little lot. Bit. So yeah, like I said, Australia was
1: um, that was good maybe too it was Nicole oh, well, Kidman was and that was that. Hugh
0: Jackman right in that one I think
1: yes I think so and
0: I, don't, I, don't, I can't remember I've seen that one that one I think i seen it once familiar maybe. but anyways
1: uh, but yeah so speaking of you know his writing and directing abilities also first of all I think that's super rare and maybe I'm wrong I don't really feel like there's a lot of directors who are also writers
0: well that's the thing with we just talked about that with Clueless she wrote and directed well, yeah. Clueless. Maybe
1: you're right. Maybe, maybe it's so, more common than I thought.
0: <laughs> I don't know. That that will be interesting for us to look as we look at some of these, especially these big movies that we enjoy, to see if the directors had how much hand they had in it. Um, I know it doesn't happen a lot with the other movies. I mean, especially like the superhero movies and stuff that I right, I watch right, a lot. Right. Is that they. It's totally separate.
1: Yeah. And I I mean, and I don't keep up with like directors and like what they do. I mean, I do now, you know, after doing this, but no, yeah, no, he, um, he got inspiration from this movie um, from Orpheus. So I don't know if you know about Orpheus in the Greek mythology. Mm -mm. Um, So, I took a Greek mythology course in college, which was very long time ago. I'm not going to tell you how long, or how, you know how long. I'm not going to tell them how long ago that was. Um, I think
0: you brought that up during the gladiator. I did, so. because I got
1: confused. <laughs> <laughs> so it shows how much I listened to class. Gotcha. But no, but I do actually remember the story. I didn't remember um, his wife. I think it was his wife, or it may have been just like, his lover—I don't know—I don't really know. If, I mean, I don't think they married each other back then, so I think it was just like hit the love, his love or whatever. Um, so uh, Orpheus loses his love, um, and she ends up getting sent to the underworld and into the trenches of the Underworld. And in order to get her back, he goes down to the Underworld to try to save her and bring her back from the dead. And um, Hades agrees, but gives only one condition. He can't look back at her until they are both in daylight. Um, And then, unfortunately, kind of like this movie, he does look back at her, and um, his love is lost forever. So now you can kind of see a lot of that. Did you not follow that?
0: I don't know. I didn't get that. I didn't follow that. I don't know.
1: Did I lose you? Nope, in nope. my Greek mythology?
0: Yep. I lost. Zoned out. Do I need to make no. a uh,
1: slideshow? Yeah.
0: we're going a slideshow. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I love pictures. I learn better with pictures.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I always just find Greek mythology super No, it. It's yeah. it is it It is interesting. Well, Orpheus also, me. obviously, is Christian in this movie. And the love of his life is um, Satine Uh in Hades. um, You can kind of look at that as Harold or the Duke, you know. And so he looks as Moulin Rouge as the underworld. And there's, sorry, he looks as Moulin Rouge as the underworld, which he, Christian even has that line in the movie where he describes Moulin Rouge as the underworld. So kind of like in the beginning of the film, That whole scene of like the girls dancing and the can-can, all that kind of stuff, uh, which obviously it was very intense and aggressive. (laughs) I remember I told you, I'm like, it does not go on this long, like throughout the whole movie. Yeah, I want
0: to get into that.
1: (laughs) He's like, yeah, that would be exhausting. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But yeah, so that's kind of just the similarities between the two is like he was very inspired by this story and he made it into like the Moulin Rouge as being hell and um. You know, Orpheus went to, or Christian went to Mulan Rouge to try to save Satine and the love of his life. Um, it's even like, even at the very end of the film, you know, he's leaving, leaving the stage, and he turns around to look at Satine, oh, okay, yeah. walks back, and then he ends up losing her forever. So I just thought it was so cool, like okay. the very obvious similarities between those two stories. Once you, you know. Would you, break, it this time? would you
0: break it down uh, a little bit better? That well, helped.
1: I forget. They've only really seen this movie once. I've seen this movie so many times, but um, yeah. So
0: no, good, good. <laughs> Not like oh, that's good.
1: But I still thought it was pretty fascinating. So that's is... that kind of where he was inspired from um, from that story.
0: Good. Well, I like that. Good job on that. I hope Thanks. We did, I hope we didn't lose too many listeners <laughs> during that part. <laughs>
1: Well, I was trying to break it down for everybody. I I thought it it was really fascinating. It's an important fact about the movie because it wasn't an because I remember you told me you were like, Where did where did he get this story from? Or what isn't that what you asked me last night?
2: You said
1: something about uh, what made him think of or what made him write this or
0: No, I didn't know if it was from an older movie or if it was something different. Oh oh,
1: like a remake or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I mean like Romeo and Juliet, you know, is that original story. So I kinda think maybe that's his thing, like you know, like the Great Gatsby is non-original. Yeah,
0: know what I mean, like, yeah, for sure. Um, Elvis is based on a yeah of so certain life, But right. But I mean, that's cool. I mean, I like that in either like way, either way, as long of, as yeah. yeah, then that a different adaptation. Like I said, Romeo and Juliet has how many movies? Or,
1: this is the, that was the best one I, I believe, and I've seen them
0: yeah. all. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, yeah. I'm sure that one is, but uh, obviously they have other versions not even like directly from shakespeare but somebody just takes that idea right calls right. it romeo and juliet i think there's like a, a that nomeo yeah, and juliet, you, <laughs> <and> juliet. <laughs> no so, that's a
1: famous story for sure yeah
0: for sure so i i, I like that good job on that yeah let's
1: good talk research. about let's talk about the cast yeah we, well yeah fantastic cast with a lot of stars uh-huh. yeah i was fascinated i'm mean, not fascinated <laughs> I was mesmerized. Mesmerized.
0: That's a good word.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Good job. Uh, uh, Nicole Kitman. She is amazing. Yeah. I will say I love her and a lot of stuff she does. Well, um, a lot of people, I
1: think, speculated that she wasn't singing.
0: Which, oh, really?
1: Yeah. I, but I mean, that was like right when it came out, you know. Oh, okay. You know, because I don't I don't think she had done any films, which I don't think any of them did. I mean, they're really famous yeah. actors. I mean,
0: she went on and did Australia, which is a... I mean, That was after, after yeah. But I don't know. I don't know her. Uh, I don't know where she came from. If she came from the theater much, or when, it, or how she got into acting. Yeah, that would be a curious. Thing. But no, yeah, a lot of but people speculated. She was,
1: but no, it's definitely her. <laughs> I mean, she
0: was in like Days of Thunder in ninety nine in, in nineteen ninety. She was in Far Away, Far and Away, which both of those are Tom Cruise movies. Batman Forever in ninety five. Eyes Wide Shut. Another, yeah, she's got a long, a long yeah. uh, another <laughs> Tom Cruise movie, uh, The Interpreter. Do you remember that movie, The Interpreter? I, don't think I, so. I, I I saw this on her list, and I remember that being a very good movie. It um, well, we might it's kind have of to a, add it to your list. It's kind of like a thriller. I don't think it's one that I would like go rewatch, uh, you know, any much. But and then she was Bewitched. Did you, did oh, you, did yes. you like that?
2: Yeah, I did I like it. Was it. Cute. it
0: was a cute one. It's a, it's kind of a different take on that story. I like how it wasn't, like, direct. She was directly bewitched and how... I like that story. Real Farrell's funny, but she, she did a great job in it. She, um, Like I said, she did Australia. And then I love the movie she did in twenty one in 2021. We watched it. It's on Amazon, Being the Ricardos. Do you remember that?
1: Oh, that's the Lucille Ball story? Yeah. Yes. I forgot that was her. Yeah, she, she yeah, was in she that. Yeah, she was great. That was a really good film. I
0: thought it was really great. and it was... I say
1: film, not movie, because it was... Just so authentic, I feel like. Yeah. It was really, it was filmed really great.
0: Yeah, I loved, I love her in that. That was just a good movie. Yeah. It was a good cast on that one. I love that movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, when we watched it, and then she has actually been, uh, she's won an Oscar for uh, best actress in a leading role in the movie The Hours, from twenty, uh, from two thousand and two. Never seen that one.
2: Mm-mm, never heard.
0: Uh, she's had other um, four other Oscar nominations, including like I said, Moulin Rouge, and then in for her role in Being the Ricardos.
1: I don't know how she didn't win that role from Moulin Rouge. Like, I don't know who she went against.
0: She lost. Okay, here we go. She lost the nomination for Best Actress in a Leading Role to Holly Berry in Monsters Ball. She also went up against uh, Judy Dench in Iris, Renee Zellweger from, in, from Bridget Jones Diary, yeah, Nicole Kidman lost to Holly Berry for Monsters Ball. Probably some research we should do uh, a little bit in advance. But it is curious, like you said, the nominations and who they lost against. That's curious. So but, but I think she's great, like I said, in everything she does. So. Is she
1: was a supporting actress? No, she's a lead. Oh, okay, no, lead I thought ad, you yeah. said supporting. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, did I say... I, I don't mean, know. I was just curious. Best actress in a leading role.
1: Oh, okay, maybe you did. I thought you said supporting. My maybe. bad. I was about to say, I oh, like, she's a lead.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then we could talk about Ewing McGregor as Christian. Yeah. We've seen him, obviously, as Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Star Wars episode one. always forget he's in that one. movie. Yeah. In the, <laughs> he's
1: so great in that movie.
0: In the uh, prequel trilogy as Obi-Wan Kenobi. And... Now, did you
1: know, speaking of Star Wars, okay. did you know that the lot that they were filming this movie on was the same lot that they were filming um, Attack of the Clones? Really? Yes. So, they were actually waiting... For this movie to wrap up, because this movie took them over a year to film, and so they and, were waiting and, for this film to wrap up. They were like really pushing them down their neck, you know. And I'm like, you know what? I guess you and McGregor just like took camp right there. You didn't have
2: he to, leave. Had to go very far. <laughs> oh, that's
0: funny. I was, yeah, because that's what I was going to say that this he was filming the Star Wars prequel um, right after. trilogy during this time. So. Yeah. That's it was funny. literally
1: right after they wrapped up. I mean, I'm sure they gave him a break or so.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nope. 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 <laughs> go go put your robe on and get your lightsaber. Here we go. I know. <laughs> uh, and then I forgot he was in Black Hawk Down, um, which came out right before this. And then he was on the in the movie The Island. Do you remember that movie with um, Yes Scarlett Johansson?
1: Yes. The Island. Yes, yes, yes. That was a weird one, wasn't it?
0: Oh, I liked it. I it was kind of it was kind of weird. weird. It was about some. Didn't do very
1: well. I don't think.
0: I don't. I don't, I don't remember. Oh,
1: I do. Rem- I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a weird one. Yeah, but he did. A great I thought that. it was really I good. It was good. It just movie. didn't do very well. Okay. I don't know why.
0: And then he did. He did uh, that movie Big Fish. I don't know if you remember that one. I think that was a real popular one.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a great actor. I loved I loved him in this role. I thought I didn't realize how well he could sing, and like <laughs> just. I mean, I'm talking goosebumps. Every time he hits those notes, it's ridiculous. Um, and I didn't realize that. Um, I always think it's, you know, we, we talk a lot about in this podcast and just in general about, you know, and it's fun to think about, like, people who went out for this role in a movie, in a certain movie, whether this movie or the other movie, but, um, and then, like, how it would be. Because, you know, when you see him and, like, you know, the casting the casting people are great at what they do because I think they really can just picture who the character is and which actor would be the best one for it but then you think well, how would that person do so Heath Ledger was wanting to have this role now he can sing I don't know if you remember so in 10 Things I Hate About You yeah oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah I- so he sings in that movie a couple times actually I think um, so I would have loved loved I mean I like love Heath Ledger love him he's yeah. a great actor um, I didn't
0: realize. I see. I didn't see any the casting choices. That
1: was the only one that I really stuck out. There. But yeah, I think it was Heath Ledger and another person. I can't remember who it was another famous person. But yeah, Heath Ledger was the only one that I really kind of was like, oh, I wondered how that would have gone because you know he's just he's a heartthrob as well. And which I mean, I guess you really wouldn't consider uh, Hugh and McGregor a heartthrob yeah. <laughs> except for in this film, you know, which I think is what made his his part perfect or him perfect for this part because. Um, you don't look at him as, like, the drop-dead gorgeous, like, person, you know? Right. And I think as and, and as being a writer in that time, you're not looked upon as very wealthy, you know, and they say that several times in it, you know.
2: I would
0: be curious on how that role, I don't, well, we can get into it a little bit, but I haven't really, I like and McGregor, I don't know, I, there was probably somebody else that could have done a better job. Singing and and, you didn't think he sang
2: it? Hope you don't mind. I hope you don't mind that I put down in words. How wonderful life is now. You're in the world. I think he did fine.
0: I think we're already
1: getting into it now. (laughs)
0: This is what y'all been waiting for. No,
1: oh my gosh, he his voice was so good in this movie.
0: I think one of the problem was, is you can tell, that this movie was the it was recorded separately and was was played over the acting. There, most of the time, that's what happens. And I was trying to remember the movie that I don't know if it's was it Les Miz. It was one of those movies like that that they actually sang on it set. Mis. It was Les Miz. It was Les and you can tell that was just done immaculately and that had a lot to do with it the the acting as you're singing the passion behind it the acting was superb in that because of I think it had a lot to do with the way that that the vocals were recorded and I'm sure that it has it's extra it takes a lot of extra work and effort to get it to get the the sound right for a musical to record like that but um sometimes you can really tell it during um
1: I guess I just overlooked that part. Okay. (laughs) I believe you. Well, I think a lot of it has to do the the realism in this movie is pretty non-existent, and they, (laughs) you know, they they show that since the very beginning. So I guess I kind of just overlooked that. I mean, I know what you're saying, but most movies were that way. You know, that's just how they were. Um, like, good lord, don't watch Grease then, because it is definitely over you know played over while they're singing it in the movie <laughs> but most movies are that way yeah i feel like i mean i guess for a 2001 film you would expect differently but
0: well like the type of music the type of movie and musical that they're trying to put out there with the like like we talk talking about the cinematography and the the way that movie is directed and the feel for the movie especially with the music the type of music they're using it worked you know, well, you also have way. to think
1: too. I know you compared it to Les Miz, which I can't think of another movie that did that. But Les Miz was also a musical first, then they made it into a movie. So Les Mis songs are are set for one scene, a stage performance where you don't have to have a lot of camera work, you know. So that's what I feel like with Moulin Rouge. There were so many camera camera angles and camera work and but sets the, and costumes and dancing. <laughs> but
0: there wasn't much sets. It was they repeated a lot of the same sets. True. It seemed like, um, and it's all done on a soundstage. Yep. Yeah. And all that. So it's not like there's a, a big having to change locations and different things. And, the, and musicals, I'll go ahead and tell you for any musical that we watch, <laughs> I'm going to compare it to Les Miserables <laughs> and The Greatest Showman. Because those are two of by far the best. Well, I'm sure musicals. Greatest Showman*
1: was recorded first and played over. I'm, I'm sure
0: it was, but that <laughs> but was done well. I guess, but it was really done well. Acted no, I well. agree.
1: Those are really great musicals. I agree. Yeah.
0: Well, like Hugh Jackman can sing his butt off.
1: Right. I agree. Uh,
0: I didn't really care for uh, what's the other guy? Harold. To... No, I'm talking about in in uh, *In Greatest Showman*. What's your guy's name?
1: Zac Efron. Zac
0: Efron. Okay, sorry. I didn't really. That High school one,
1: musical star. Uh, no, but
0: yeah, Okay. I digress.
1: You <laughs> probably should leave it there. Yeah, no. no, I <laughs> I mean I understand compared to Hugh Jackman, but I think Hugh Jackman also has thirty years on this guy. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah. I mean That man loves theater, he loves he loves it all. Like he'll take time away from acting in a movie to do theater. And he has,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, but I guess well,
1: this isn't a Hugh Jackman. This movie, isn't so. a Hugh Jackman. This, this is a Hugh. Hewitt...
0: I, I guess that is true that <laughs> he was in a B- movie. I, I just, re- you know, obviously he's in minutes too. Anyway, <laughs> now would
1: you rather have seen Hugh Jackman in this movie?
0: <laughs> yes, yes.
1: <laughs> well, I think he would have been. It would have been different.
0: Well, he did. He I, he did he Australia? It.
1: I mean, I think he could have done anything. Obviously, he did
0: Australia with yeah. uh, Nicole Kidman. So obviously, yeah, that would have worked. I don't know which one is referred to as a better movie. Maybe Moulin Rouge is. That's but, but, more popular. Okay. I'm sorry. Maybe I maybe I just need to take it for what it is. Yeah. Another one I like, which I like, I guess I like the the, the musical itself. I don't know if the movie holds up is Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. I don't know if you... It's more or less the music. I don't think yeah. the
1: movie's very good.
0: And we'll get into the music. Maybe that's what we get yeah. into. So before we move on to some of the more stuff, we did, I did want to mention the... The box office numbers and where it ranked, real quick. Um, Maybe I should put this up in the beginning, but boring stuff. The boring stuff. uh, It was the 33rd grossing movie of 2000, or the 23rd top grossing movie of 2001. It made 179 million dollars worldwide and 57 million domestically. And so, 2001. You want to know some of the big movies that year? Sure. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh. Lord of the Rings and the Fellowship of the Rings, or the Fellowship of the Rings. Uh, Monsters Inc. and Shrek came out that year. Ocean's Eleven, Pearl Harbor. Are you a Pearl
1: Harbor girl? I don't. I don't know what that means.
0: You don't know what Pearl Harbor is?
1: <laughs> I do, but I don't know what that question. Oh, okay, means.
0: sorry for phase out. Are you? <laughs> did you like Pearl Harbor? Was I, I'm trying to. I, 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 I think thought
1: about. So. I, thought about I, I, you, I thought about that a while back.
0: I don't know. That's why I want to ask you because I thought about that a while back. I get that one confused were, with Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> totally different.
1: But they're both about totally boats
0: different. and war. Okay, <laughs> moving on.
1: Don't put that um, in there. I sound like an idiot. Oh,
0: <laughs> it's your fault. But yeah, that was that was some good movies that came out in two thousand and one. So I thought it was interesting. I like looking I like looking at that kind of stuff, and maybe other people do. To remind her. because it's it's been so long since two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. All right, so obviously I had never. I don't know if it's obvious, but. I had never seen this movie before. I, so you realize you'd never seen it before. Oh, I definitely never <laughs> like seen always. it before. And, and I th- during our last episode. I'll be surprised we if you were, had. Yeah. During our last episode, when we were talking about the movie that we were going to watch next and referring to Mulan Rouge, I was thinking that uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones was in this. Oh, yeah. And I up, I'm looking up and like, oh, she's in Chicago. Chicago,
1: This The movie yeah. Chicago. It's not so good.
0: Well, maybe I wish this was Chicago. I don't know. Maybe I feel the same way about it.
1: I don't think so. I don't yeah. think you'd like Chicago. Yeah. Okay. It's all right. I but, liked it, but it's not... Uh, well, I don't think you like this movie so, either, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going so well for me on pick number three. <laughs> I was really trying hard. Now I'm just going to be like, you know, caution to the wind. I'm going to pick all the movies. <laughs>
0: I, uh... I see So... <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I had never, so you had seen this, how many times have you seen it? Have you seen it a lot? I've seen, seen it this? a
1: lot. Um, so I remember the first time I saw it, I think I was about 15 or 16 years old, so I didn't see it, you know, in theater. Uh, we didn't, we it didn't go
0: It would have the, been about this time, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, we didn't go, I mean, I, I think I saw it a year later after okay. it came out. We didn't go to the theater a lot. I don't know why. <laughs> like, nowadays, we, as soon as a new movie comes out, we go see it in the theater. Um, well, that's not
0: true. The, we watched blockbuster ones and certain ones that the kids would enjoy. We don't hit the movies a lot anymore. No,
1: no. I mean, no, but I, I agree. Or maybe I just don't remember. But I think most of the time I just watch movies at home. Um, and I'm pretty sure the first time I watched this movie, I watched it illegally.
0: Illegally?
1: <laughs> yeah, you I remember. It you remember when you couldn't do that?
0: What was it? What was uh, Napster or uh-huh, something? Uh-huh.
1: I think so. <laughs> Napster was real big in the 2000s and 1999. <laughs> That's awesome. I loved napster before it got you know where we before I we used, knew better
0: i used a different one that was not napster i and used I the, re-
1: that one too i couldn't
0: remember what the name of it was i can't my either. Life. but
1: yeah we all remember napster i don't think it was napster i think it was something else but no it was a free download i remember i watched it it was definitely a bootleg um but <laughs> still still had the same impact on me okay but <laughs> yeah it was definitely a free movie um but I, I just remember and i think a lot of it and i told you I told you in the last episode that this movie has um, a special place in my heart. And I think a lot of it just has to do with the age that I watched it at. You know, I was...
0: And how memorable it was to watch it illegally. That
2: has a big special place.
1: (laughs) I forgot I did, but I'm pretty sure it was because... Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I was 15, 16. I probably didn't have a block blockbuster card or a movie gallery card. Uh, <laughs> so, and I don't think my mom would have wanted me to watch this movie.
0: <laughs> it wasn't. There was nothing wrong with this.
1: No, it was. It was a little risky. I mean, they're talking about. You know. Well,
0: maybe for your time. Maybe at that the age you would have watched it. Yeah, I mean, I mean 15, as a conservative is parent, fine. maybe yeah. conservative parents and stuff like that. But I don't know.
1: But no, I mean, it was. I think it was really impressionable to me because I was. You know, at that age where, you know, 15, 16, you're kind of just maturing and thinking about, you know, love. And I, I, I wasn't in a relationship. And I never. You enjoyed really, the
0: love story about it. Yeah. And okay. I wasn't
1: in a relationship, not like I wanted to be or anything. But um, I just really loved that love story part of it. And I love music. Like, I've always loved music. Um, I'm not very musically talented. <laughs> that's the word yeah. but yeah. i i mean but i i enjoy music like it has a very big part of my life and when i listen to certain music um it really um you know either lifts me up really high or brings me down depending on what kind of music it is um so i do have to be careful of, like music i listen to because it can affect my mood <laughs> Really young um, my grandma was really big into cats um, mm, and okay. Les Mis you yeah. know I remember I saw cats on um, not on Broadway <laughs> I wish off Broadway when it was at the Fox Theater in Atlanta oh wow! when yeah when I was probably 12 or 13 I could be totally off on that but I remember I was didn't young your, didn't
0: your dad take you out to a uh, to New yeah, York rec- and
1: oh in New York yes we, we did go to New York we watched um Kissing Me Kate was the play we watched. I don't know that one. Yeah, it's it's a good one. It's off of um shoot. I was like 10 when I watched that one. But um we watched Kiss Me K and we watched something else. It was a funny one and I can't remember what it was, but um I don't even, Yeah, it was a musical. But yeah, we watched all those on Broadway. But yeah, no, I just have always loved musicals and I think that's why this movie was it was current, you know, it just came out, you know, most of the musicals I watched were old, you know, yeah. <laughs> or not on, not on, you know, the theater or not on movie theaters. And so, yeah, so I just, I really liked it. And I think after I watched it, I watched it so many times, you know, when you're a kid <laughs> or a teen and you just, you can just watch and watch and watch and watch. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I never, and I downloaded all the music, probably legally. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like everybody else. That was else. before
0: the internet really got a hold of all the, that. <laughs> yeah, we didn't like know it was
1: illegal. <laughs> I promise. I didn't I know. know. Right? We just thought it was free music. <laughs> um, as long as you weren't
0: downloading a virus, right? No, uh, I probably did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but no, and I just, I, uh, but no, after probably my 20s, I may have saw it one other time, but it's probably been a really long time since I saw it again. Um,
0: now, when you watch this, this time with us together... Did you enjoy it as much as you remembered and thought about? Was it still still enjoyable? I'm
1: going to be completely honest. Okay. I picked this movie, right? Yep. Okay. Music, phenomenal. Okay. Still love it. It's amazing. The storyline, I still like it, but it didn't have as much impression on me as when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. And, like, because it was kind of interesting because it was almost like...
0: It was a pretty straightforward love story. Or you think yeah. you've seen it a lot of different it kinda, times? Yeah,
1: I think that was maybe... It just kind of um, uh, watered it down for me, I okay, guess. Yeah. Like, I was so envious of you because you had never seen it before. And I, I know it probably... You know how you, you do something or you watch something and, you know, you wish... I do this a lot with books. Like when I read a book, I'm envious of people who get to read it for the first time, um, you know, for sure. I'm a nerd. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's anything. A book with like, nerd like,
0: too. <laughs> well, anything when you watch like something you're into and you watch it, as soon as it comes out and you're watching it and then you hear about somebody's like bins watching it and they're experiencing, you're watching them experience, experience it for the first time. You're like, man, I wish I could experience yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like we, uh, we took our daughter to, well, me and my dad um, took our daughter to, to um, Cats last year oh, yeah, for the first right. time. Yeah, yeah. that My daughter saw for the first time and that was actually here um, in our hometown and uh, I felt the same way and I just had goosebumps like, the entire at her, time. You're like, is she enjoying yes. it? Is she enjoying it? And I it? know it's, Cats is a very complicated play but overall it's very enjoyable for all ages I think and she enjoyed it obviously. Yeah, but, she did um, really love that one. I don't think she anyone, didn't... I don't know how you can unless you just don't like animals. <laughs>
2: You you.
1: Or I don't have ears. Oh, you don't have a heart. <laughs> yeah, no joke. But yeah, it was kind of the same feeling. Was like, and it, I felt the same way with cats, which it's been a long time since I've seen cats. But um, yeah, it did have the same impact on me, which I can understand because I've seen it a million times yeah. you know, before. But it's been a you. while.
0: Yeah, maybe not as a rewatch. Maybe not as good of a rewatchable as far as the story. Maybe just listen so to could the we music. Re listen. Me listen. Okay. Yeah. I got you. I know. For me, um, how I felt, I just it was it was really hard for me to get into the movie. It took me a while. I did kind of get into it about halfway through. I think you were kind of sensing that from me. You were kind of worried about it.
1: I was. Uh, I know that first scene. Uh, well, the well it whole, was like the second scene with the absinthe and all. Is very well. Weird. The movie
0: started at a hundred miles an hour <laughs> and didn't slow down for thirty minutes. It felt like I'm like it did transition, but it transitioned so fast into the next. Big one because it started kind of strong, and I'm sitting there trying to figure out where this movie's going and trying to get a feel for the that's atmosphere. The that's
1: his style. It's like oh, you're I, on a roller coaster. Like... But I was
0: trying to get understanding of the style because I didn't know I didn't know anything about this. I yeah, didn't know, I know at all. I didn't watch the trailer. Yeah. I didn't even. <laughs> I don't know if I saw any pictures. You didn't know any music. No, nah. yeah. I mean the way they introduced the movie was pretty cool, and because you was on you were on a um, stage and how they did the whole the Fox logo and then the, how they came into it. it was pretty neat. I like that. Kind of and, how
1: they started from the past and went.
0: And then they get into the writing and then he starts and gets into the, he meets this, his people.
2: Luckily, right at that moment, an unconscious Argentinian fell through my roof.
0: Ah! And trying to get a feel. And immediately they jump into this huge number after <laughs> they, after they do <laughs> this whole. It's long. After I forgot whole, about that part. And then it, I guess it's, the whole trippy thing they do from the beginning with the absence absence, and then they go all into it and it's just a hundred miles an hour right off the go. And so I'm like, And then that's when you look at me and you're like, don't worry, this movie, this isn't like this the whole time. I'm thinking, thank God, because I'm exhausted.
1: (laughs) I know. And I think he does that because, I think he does that for a reason. And I'm not really sure why, but like, I feel like it, I mean, I I mean, obviously I think it's intentional, but I don't, I would be curious to know like, what would be his purpose for like making you go up really, really, really high and then just like. Drops you, you know, whenever Satine comes out and does her little number.
0: Right. And that's why I think sometimes the pacing wasn't quite good for me. Yeah. And And, I
1: think it's just his style. Because I think The Great Gatsby is just like that. There's a lot of scenes in that movie, I don't know if you remember, that are kind of nuts.
0: Well, yeah. Oh, I don't mind that. I really don't mind that. But I didn't really get a hold of the movie yet. Um, And they were really...
1: It's very fast paced. It was
0: very fast paced in the beginning. It did settle down Nicely, mm-hmm. and you can follow it very well. But that's when I started getting into it, and I'm, I'm had a few minutes to catch up.
1: I know it's and kind even, of like hurry and, up even and go. Ended,
0: even after that big opening number at the Moulin Rouge, then was it, it wasn't called the Moulin Rouge it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as soon as they got that first that big number, and then they immediately jump into the scenes in the elephant where he's kind of goofing around with, uh, or she miss. Um, <laughs>
1: She thinks he's the Duke. Yeah, yeah. where well, she
0: thinks he's the Duke and then
1: I believe you are expecting me.
0: Yes. But and then I they, was and then they I did the whole big number with the <laughs> with the selling
1: spectacular spectacular. Yeah, selling yeah. the spectacular,
0: spectacular. And it was really quick into all of that. For me it wasn't until they did the um you and McGregor comes or Christian comes back mm-hmm. and they are singing on top of the elephant yeah. uh that the movie really has a chance to breathe, yeah. and I think at that point is when I really started getting into it a little bit better. Which brings me to a point that is my favorite scene.
2: Love is like oxygen. What?
1: Love is a many splendid thing. What? Love lifts us up where we belong. All you need is love. I'll go ahead and <gasps> tell too. you
2: that's my favorite scene. Oh my gosh,
1: scene. I I remember as a teen playing that song like that whole like well and i can't remember i think it was like a clip i think i pulled a clip uh-huh. <laughs> of that scene because i love remember melody, the oh, love melody yes yeah, the elephant. silly love songs is the name oh, okay of that. i
0: thought yeah. i thought it was called the elephant love melody
1: could be that was the singing silly was just like song. that yeah
2: I I love
0: that, and there were other. Anyway, I'll go talk about some other good things I like. Okay, so I did really love that part. That scene was great. Um, That really got me into the movie a lot better. Um, Also, like the 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 song "Come What May." Oh
2: yeah,
1: they used. I like that one. That
0: wasn't. I think that was an original. That wasn't really.
1: No, that's "Come What May."
0: Was it that? Was was the other one I was thinking of? I don't know. That's the a song. I can't yeah. remember what
1: it okay. is. Like, I always think all of these songs are oh. John songs. I do like <laughs> <laughs> that one could be, I can't remember. I don't remember.
0: But anyways, <laughs> maybe the, that rendition, maybe it maybe it took me it, it threw me off a little bit. Like I said, Nicole Kidman I really loved. Uh the ending number. Yes. That was really great. Mm. And that was that was huge. It was it was just as big as the opening number. Not as not as big, but it was as as solid of a performance. Yeah. That one was. Uh, so I really did like that one. The ending was really well done. I liked that a lot. The parallels between the spectacular, spectacular and the storyline going on. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I did like yeah. it. Um The way they had to sell that and went in through but with that the was plot. Pretty smart. It was pretty smart. Genius. It was good. It was pretty good writing and, and, and helped with the story and that's one of my understanding favorite
1: scenes the scenes plot. Is, is them pitching that
0: Did you like that? that? I did. I think it would have been better if there was a chance to breathe in that movie. If it wasn't right off the heels of everything else going on. I just think it's so
1: so out of left field because it's not a a modern song. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that... So it's it's a very... I mean, that's a classic song. It's classical. It's not so modern. So that's what I think it stands out from all the other ones. And it's just hilarious. Like it
0: was, there was some good moments in that.
1: <laughs> you gotta just okay. watch it over again. All right. Okay, I'm gonna so tell you what's going on.
0: I'm gonna tell you what took me out of the movie every single time. Oh, I'm gonna tell you what, t- and I might be alone on this. I'm gonna, I mean. But
1: If you say their chemistry, I'm going to be No, so no, no. Okay. It wasn't
0: them. It had nothing to do with
1: <laughs> Okay. Because I know you made that comment no. on another movie, I think.
0: No, no, no. I love their chemistry. They did fine. I love okay. everything that they're... I'm that, so
1: self-conscious when I watch these movies now because I'm like, oh, Caleb's not going to like this. Kale's not going <laughs> to like that. <laughs>
0: everything that Ewan McGregor and... Every time Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman are in a scene together, they're great. Okay, good. Okay. The worst, we the worst part about the movie, and it took me out of it, was John Leguizano being a short guy. That was <laughs> that was terrible. That took me out of it every like, time. You
1: didn't like him acting, or the oh, I like
0: John Leguizano, and he's okay. no, I like him. No, he's he was he's fine you as, like that he was as a an actor. And he, you John Leguizano is, is more of those. Okay, <laughs> the guy. The <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's walking around on his knees the whole time.
1: Okay. He is. I know. <laughs> I know. There's, he was in a mechanism where he was walking around on his knees. I know, and time. I read this
0: up, and I was like, because yeah. I read that. And that's why I say it looks like he's reading on his. And it, okay, and I'll read. I'll read what I what I found on the internet, and you probably found the same thing. It says various tricks were used to make John Leguizano's legs appear shorter. Some short. Uh, some shots of him, of his stand-in, who was the correct height. While others, he walked on his knees in uh, spectacle leg braces Uh and wearing blue socks so so his lower legs could be digitally removed. (laughs) Leguizano did the entire climactic scene from the squatting position to give him greater mobility in his role. Consequently, he had to endure several weeks of physical therapy afterwards. I could tell.
1: That I know. I could
0: tell it, and I think that's what's the problem. The problem with it. I mean, why don't you just get a short person? I know. Like there are very good short person actors that could do that part. I mean, the greatest showman did it. Yeah. I mean, you could have got like I don't know if Peter Dinkling, <laughs> He was around that around that time. I don't yeah. know if he could sing. I mean, it
1: wasn't. I mean, but he didn't sing.
0: I know. Well, he was like yeah, he didn't sing. He didn't sing. In you could have got somebody else to do it. I
1: know. I don't. I mean, know. I like
0: John Leguizamo, and he's kind of like one of those. Uh, one of those guys? Like, oh, that guy. That, yeah. One of those that guys? Like, oh, that guy. I like that guy.
1: <laughs> I, have, stuff. I actually started a new, um, a new, uh, like we have best actor.
0: Oh, yeah. One what best it? that guy?
1: <laughs> no. I know another
0: podcast does that. They say, what's the oh, best really? that guy?
1: No, I call it the best non-main character.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> he was my favorite. You favorite? Non- you liked him? I liked, I like him. The character? You know? I did. I liked, I mean, I guess again,
2: the, no well,
1: okay. the special effects or the non special effects of him don't bother me I guess. Um and I knew that watching it, it again it just looks like he's that. walking
0: around on his knees. But I love the character. It, it's just awkward looking. Yeah. I understand that the act the the character could have been great, but every time he's walking around in that pitch scene that we were talking about the uh-huh. pitch musical the uh song I'm just watching him like just I'm like, is he on his knees? I think he's on his knees. Like, he just looks awkward. Well, we know
1: he's not a short person. No, I know that.
0: <laughs> it just took me out. It took me out every time I saw it. And that was... I, know. I hated that it took me out of that.
1: Well, I think... I wonder why they did use him because he's not a no-name actor. I don't think then he was either. I, I, mean, I do Maybe he know. was. Maybe he's, he's that guy in all the movies. Right. But he's, people know he's not a short person. Right. So, I don't know.
0: But you can... I mean, I've seen many many movies... Well, they do it now. They have the technology now to just make you a short person digitally. Yeah. And you could just act and stuff. I mean, they can shave you down and make you shorter or whatever <laughs> digitally. I mean, they've done that in lots of movies, but I don't know. So, uh, maybe that's just me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's move on. <laughs> I did like... Like, the sets and costumes were fantastic. They were... Um, they fit well. Uh, like I said, the the sets... It was very a lot of same usage, a lot of same stuff over and over again, which is fine. I mean, the point they're on a they're on a they're at a a
1: lot, yeah.
0: Well, not I'm talking about that, but they're at a um, like one setting, yeah. The setting is I think
1: it's supposed to be it's meant to look like a stage. I think no, it is. Yeah, Like it's very stagey. You know, it's like even like when they're when they're in the love song scene, when they're in the love song scene. A silly love song um you know they're dancing in the clouds and there's a singing moon you know it's not yeah. supposed to be realistic it's supposed to be cartoony and kind of you know very theatrical
0: right like fantasy. I mean, they're, singing, they're, so. they're singing about love you kind of get into this this mind or uh, this um not la la but it's very creative yeah. like
1: imaginative place yeah. yeah and i think that's what it's supposed to
0: yeah I get that resemble you know i know you really like the songs okay for me i like originals they it did work. A, a, some of the songs they did they they reimagined reimagined popular songs.
1: They meshed some. They meshed. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly. That's really some love of the, melody, that's it's the a mesh. big melody. I did like yeah.
0: that, and there were some of them that I did like. The reimagining of some songs worked well. Some of them did not for me. I um, I was like, okay. I will say this because I did not know what this movie was about and how this was going from the beginning. <laughs> when he in the opening scene with when he meets his crew. Uh, I don't know the people's name. I don't even know what they called him. But when he goes, when he talks about uh, the sound of music, I'm like, what is this? Is this a movie about how the sound of music came about? I'm like, what are they writing? I didn't realize how the music was going to be said that really way. And that's in the back maybe. of my mind the whole yeah. time about the sound of music. And it was like, it wasn't done it's bad. It's definitely
1: not a scene that sticks out to me. Like I would forgot about that part.
0: But because I didn't know they were using yeah. modern stuff and I didn't know it was, yeah. they could just use, they were just using whatever. I'm like, this. are they writing the sound of music in this? <laughs> Like, is this an origin story about? So, well,
1: obviously, you know they end up scratching that whole idea and going on with the um, spectacular, 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 spectacular. Yeah.
0: Um. But okay, one one song with I kept going back and forth. I didn't know if I liked it or not. It was the the tango, Roxanne.
1: That's one of my favorite parts of that whole I, movie. I could. I keep going oh back my and forth. God, it's so I good. think if
0: it was a different song, maybe the tango part, the acting, the the whole the dance. Yeah. The dance was was great, but I, the the Roxanne. I don't know.
1: Oh, I, I thought struggled. That was phenomenal. I
0: struggled with with the song choice on that one. That that was just personal. There's a. Do you want to go into some of the songs that they used at all, or do you want to?
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I have. Um... Since we're since we're talking about scenes that I already liked, so yeah. you know, pitching the show to the Duke inside the elephant was one of them. Um, Roxanne was another one. Um, the come what may at the end of the movie, the finale number, of yeah, course, yeah, is my favorite. That was a good one. Um, <laughs> but another movie, and I know you're not gonna like this scene. I mean, not movie. Another scene that I like that I know you're not gonna like, but I just thought it was hilarious is the like a virgin number. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I didn't like that one.
1: I knew you weren't. I
0: didn't like that one.
1: <laughs> I never, every time I go into that, I mean, obviously I'm not going to listen to that song, but it is just so funny. And Harold, I don't remember the actor's name, but he does such a good job in that scene. <laughs> I just love it. so. He did a great job in the whole movie, but I just thought that that scene is so funny. Like it breaks up the drama and the love story and it's so random. And it makes a Duke look so stupid, which yeah. of course is what they want you to do. But no, I just thought it was great. I love that, so quirky. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the dancing in that that scene too. The the guys dancing with him like, like like a virgin. Yeah. I did. Like Madonna's. <laughs>
0: yeah, that one that one did not do it for me. I will say. I know, that and that was... I
1: know you don't really care for that song either. So yeah.
0: <laughs> the uh, another one was the the when diamonds are our best girl's best friend and diamonds
2: are a girl's
0: best friend. there was kind of a different couple of different play-ons for uh they used diamonds a couple of different
1: that was kind of her her um song that yeah. she played did you know that that number the first number when she came down and did that whole scene she did it all by herself Oh really? Yeah, there was no stunt double. I'm sure she had, you know, some kind of contraption where she wouldn't yeah. fall unless it was intentionally, like she did. And I don't know if that was a uh, body double, but they did say like the whole number of her swinging around and all that was. That was all a big hurt. number.
0: Yeah. Did well, you- she got
1: hurt so many times in this movie? She said, yeah, most of it was from like the corsets and stuff. Corsets, yeah, like the corsets, and a lot of the girls in the movie did. I think she said, I think it was like end up. She ended up like breaking like three ribs or something. Well, I
0: read. Uh, what I found was it says filming was halted for two weeks in November of 1999 after Nicole Kidman fractured two ribs and yeah. injured her knee while rehearsing a dance routine for the film. Many of the scenes where she is seen only from the chest up, including, uh, including a, a real actress. I guess that's one of the numbers. It's in quotes. really like, real well, like the one at the end, you know, she, they have that
1: close-up of her in the backstage.
0: But it says, the real actress song, I guess that's a song, the scene was shot while she's in a wheelchair.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that one at the end, you know, where they tell her she's dying, and then it's a close-up. Because the scene completely changes, where she's walking out the door and she's leaving, mm-hmm. and then like she turns around, and it's a completely different lighting setup for her, and it's like just like one half of her face, and it's like just like, like just like her neck up, and it's so close to her face, yeah. And that's that's probably what it was. I don't remember what that um, song was. That a she's, real actress. I don't. Yeah, um, I
0: don't know. I remember her referring to that, but I'm trying to remember the number. Maybe it's just a short little uh, moment where she's singing. Um, and then another one, you just talk about her in the trapeze. Another thing I found was during the the Santin's trapeze entrance, blue light was used der, uh, due to Nicole Kidman's pale skin tone. The director found that the blue light made her almost glow and therefore stood yeah, out she's during that scene. Yeah. <laughs> she's I mean, she's a ginger. Pale. Yeah,
1: she's real pale. <laughs> I guess she's
0: she a natural redhead. <laughs> I think I guess. so. But yeah, she's very pale and she's never like, yeah, she's in every movie, but she looks phenomenal anyway. But that's funny. Um, they had to change the lighting for it, so
1: yeah, to make her glow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she felt it glowed. I didn't like, but I, we were talking about the Diamonds song. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't care for that one either. Like her performance and stuff was fine, but I think it was because it sounded like a like she, like a um, Marilyn Monroe kind of feel. I mean, I think
1: that's the intention. Yeah, you know, and maybe she's a sex icon. The basically. song
0: and the yeah. So I don't know. There were there were some good songs that I really liked and some that took me out of it and the song usage and some of those I did appreciate. I do appreciate a good original number for like musicals and stuff. And so maybe that's why part of I just, it was I a problem. that.
1: And I guess I had the opposite take on, I mean, I, and I agree with you, but I love that they took their own take on it and... It wasn't just straight up the no, same song. No, 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 I agree. No. Yeah, no. And um, that's what I like because I was like, oh, is it that song? Right, You know what I mean? And it's also kind of like, especially when I watched this when I was younger, it made me go listen to those songs, too, to so right. like see the difference in them. Because um, some of them I knew, like, you know, the popular ones, obviously, but um, some of them were so different, you know, that yeah. you're like, is it that song? Yeah.
0: Well, sometimes <laughs> it's just a few lines from a, um, right, one right. song mm-hmm. that's in a different one. And like I said, you can go online and look at all the songs that were referenced in these and... You could probably re-listen to the whole soundtrack, like you're mm. talking about, and hear different songs the whole time. So, okay, we can move on from the the music and stuff.
1: I know you can talk forever about that. Yeah, I mean
0: it's a musical. <laughs> I mean you're, you have to talk a lot about yeah. it.
1: Maybe you can like link some articles if people are curious of like what all the songs that were mentioned in there. Right. guess uh, in, yeah. in the um clip, what do you call it?
0: The show notes. Show notes. Yeah, supposed to say the notes. clip
1: notes? <laughs> What did that
0: do, <laughs> yeah. I did just see this that come what may was a an original song, it was the only original written song for the 2001 movie. Okay. very cool. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why I like that one better. <laughs> I got the eye roll, I got it. I got the eye roll. <laughs> um, first talk- time on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> He can he can try to throw that smoke somewhere else. Uh, best acting and and worst acting. Um,
1: yeah, best actor was Hugh McGregor. I like I like Nicole Kidman, but Hugh McGregor.
0: Were, you and McGregor was yours.
1: Yes, I I thought his voice was great, and I thought his acting was outstanding, and I think he was the main character in this movie, um, just because he was the writer and he was the narrator and. All of that. I just think he had all the emotions that were needed in this film. Um, My uh worst character. Was, well, it's got
0: to be the Duke. Oh, the, yeah. If you're going to do the worst character. Yeah. Well, that um, mean, he's supposed to be the worst character.
1: I know. I didn't really care for Harold as much. I thought he was funny.
0: Yeah, he's just, hit and miss at times. He oh, was kind of him. creepy. <laughs> yeah. And he's got that 1900s weird creep, value. creep vibe going <laughs> uh yeah so what about
1: you best actor hugh mcgregor I, no I, nicole, nicole kidman is kidman. my
0: favorite yeah she was my favorite uh, and then and i talked about john leguizano took me out of the movie he's got to be the worst <laughs> acting and character in that one. Oh no um i really i saw he was in it um and i was like oh cool and nope i was oh. totally opposite i went out totally I opposite direction great
1: days. He has some great scenes. Another one of my great favorite great scenes was not a musical number, but whenever he was um, in the room with Christian after Satine dumped him, and he's trying to cheer him up, you know, and he gives him a he gives him a little pep talk, and you know, Christian just tells him to get out. But I still thought that was a really powerful scene because you know he was just broken. But um,
0: yeah, that was neat. That was a good scene. Good he wasn't so there. bad in that one. That was probably one of his better scenes for sure. <laughs> He just took me out in his weird <laughs> and accent. And he had the greatest
1: line of all in the whole movie: "Was the greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and to be loved in return."
0: Yeah, that was the only. That's the only quote I had. And then he forgot it at the
1: end. He forgot his own line. <laughs> Remember at the end of the uh, play. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot that's my right. line. What am I supposed to say?
0: <laughs> and as far...
1: I loved his little lisp.
0: You <laughs> liked it. That's I think was it was. Hilarious. I think it was a little much. <laughs> uh.
1: Okay. The greatest thing I'm oh, alone is just to wolf and to be involved every time. Don't put that in there, please.
0: I do it again without laughing. No. <laughs> with the accent. You can't do it. You can't do it no. without the ac- with without laughing. Yeah, that was the only uh
1: the only good line yeah The only good
0: line. No, the only good the only quotable line I really had in the movie. In, yeah, in the movie. most of the
1: quotes that I had um pulled were uh, well, not word, but they were, but a lot of them were from um, dialogue or from... The a lot of back and forth. Music, yeah. Not
0: just one-liners. Yeah, this one didn't have really much some one-liners and stuff to remember. So, I love
1: the... I can't believe it. I'm in love. I'm in love with a young, handsome, talented duke. He goes, a duke? I'm not a duke. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a duke? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a writer. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene.
0: <laughs> yeah, the... The misunderstanding that whole scene was. (laughs)
1: was It
2: was good. That was
0: good (laughs) moments. She is (laughs) way over the top. It's hilarious how over the top she was. I know. And he is oblivious. Uh huh. So it was funny. So, anyways, any other notes you had? Any. Anything else you want to talk about specifically? Uh, Yeah.
1: I mean, I had a couple more quotes that I really liked. Um, They're both from Christian. Um, One was, uh, I guess, I think it was at the beginning of the movie and he says, a story about a time, a story about a place, a story about the people, but above all things, a story about love, a love that will live forever. And then um, the other one, which I kind of referenced to already, which was the, uh, the line that kind of really brought out that Orpheus origin story about where he kinda of pulled this story from, which was where the rich you're talking about Moulin Rouge. Where the rich and powerful came to play with the young and beautiful creatures of the underworld. So that was that one little line that oh, right, yeah. tied it back into Moulin Rouge being like the hell, you know. Yeah. Very good. Yeah.
0: He pulled some some good ones. I was a little I was struggling with the quotes.
1: Yeah, I mean a lot of them were from, you know, the great Music that they sing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So So
1: we are we gonna cut me up? Cut me up and do
0: we need? Do you want to do the ratings?
1: (sighs) Yeah, I mean it's part of the show.
0: I know. Well, (laughs) this one's hard because no, his (laughs) and her ratings were
2: were Megan.
0: This is Megan's least favorite part of really the episode. It really is. I
1: don't know why I feel, put so much pressure on myself because I want you to like them, but I want you to be honest. Okay,
0: well, I will say. I mean, thank you for introducing me this to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was a good. This is a good find. It was. It's a good five. You no, five. <laughs> five. This a good. This is a good find for you. Uh,
1: you sorry, said five, guys. Me. We already had five.
0: I lost my train of thought. <laughs>
1: right
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, so <It's> my superpower. <laughs> I know, right? So this was hard for me because I have to look back at the other movies that we've done. No, I'm like, I'm like having can't. to compare it because that's what I struggled with with the first one because I didn't know where to put it with. And clueless, I didn't know where to put it. Let me do
1: the first one with both threes? I
0: think. Yeah, we were both threes on the first one. I think <laughs> it gave. just
1: wrote all the same. I think same. clueless was a same. two.
0: Which yeah,
1: I knew it was. It's definitely a two.
0: I think. I think it should. Clueless was really a two and a half. It was pretty close. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, that. it was really more of a two and a half because I don't Basically think I was. I was not trying to do. I was not trying to do half stars, and then we kind of introduced half stars in the last episode. Yeah. So I think clueless was more of a two and a half. Okay. And the and this one, if probably if I wasn't so out of it the first third of the movie, I probably would be into it a little bit more. So this one's this one's probably a two and a half too.
1: Caleb. Oh my gosh. Oh. Y'all, I can't I can't handle this. We're about to end this podcast right now. I can't handle it.
0: <laughs> you knew it last night.
1: You're gonna you're gonna when do we all it. of my movies at two and a half.
0: No. This is
1: not a fair rating.
0: Should have done like *Miserable*.
1: <laughs> but you've seen it, and I know you like it.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. No, I think I do. I don't know. There you were,
1: can't tell me that this movie didn't have any kind of effect on you, in a positive way.
0: Well, <laughs> it had good, I had had a few good moments. No, I, it I, did
1: not. Yeah,
2: it wasn't. A I've lot been of good
1: hearing moments. you singing all the songs all day. Come
0: what may. That's the only one I'm stuck in my head. I didn't <laughs> told you I like that one.
1: So that's the only reason why it's a two and a half for that one song?
0: No, there other point there were other moments. I didn't talk about that.
1: Well, I'm disappointed.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I did go up on Clueless. It's got to count for you something. You can't take
1: it back. You can't take it back. This movie is way more better than Clueless. No,
0: it's not. Yes, it is. This is a bigger movie. It's a much bigger. Production, production for sure. Yeah, it
1: took longer than what a month. <laughs> that What she said, forty days. Yeah, yeah, this took over a year to film. Yeah, on one lot.
0: I'm gonna look at this real quick. Okay, I'm gonna give you the so sad. the IMd ratings for both movies. I should dry? I? Should I do that?
1: Well, I've already looked them up.
0: So the IMd rating for Mulan Rouge was like a seven point six. seven point six. Yeah. So what this was this one's cruel? higher? What was Clueless?
1: I don't know. I think it was like a 7.4, I'll be honest.
0: Clueless is a 6.9. Okay then. So it's a half a star. Mulan is a half a star better. And how much more production and filming and cost?
1: Whatever. <laughs> this is why it's his and her, you guys. His yeah. and her. <laughs> if
0: you're here for the drama, then <laughs> We've got what. You All need, right, what movie for.
1: am I gonna have to suffer through next?
0: Okay, I know <laughs> this one's not gonna be a four and a half or a four. I
1: know you kind of, you kind of cheated on that one with bringing in. Um, a Gladiator? Yes, you cheated.
0: I did not cheat. <laughs> you pulled Moulin Rouge, which was, I guess, it was a well received movie. I not don't know. Not to you. All right. right. <laughs> not to everybody. I don't know where it stands. Which won more in awards? The Preflon- <laughs> No, I mean Gladiator was a was a better better movie. I mean In your opinion. <laughs> according to the Oscar count. <laughs> no, okay. So on this What did they
2: know?
1: <laughs> it's We're all really fine, rigged. Guys. It's fine. <laughs> it's
0: all rigged. So what I chose. I know this I want to do a comedy because we've kind of been in the action big movie. So this one's gonna kind of be a little bit slower paced comedy a little bit different from what we've been doing um this one you're probably not going to like i don't care i want to watch it again you might like tommy it <laughs> <laughs> not tommy boy i know I'm, I'm
1: not th- watching black sheep
0: <laughs> not black sheep uh and i don't know if you've seen this you probably probably haven't seen it i don't even know but office space no i have not
1: seen this the movie.
0: 1999 movie office space I to though yeah yeah it's got it's a it's a it's a good
1: kind of don't want
0: a, to it's a different humor. It's not slapstick. It's not, you know. It's a good, good comedy. I think. I think you'll like moments of it.
1: No, gonna be so. a first one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. It's time for payback. I know,
0: right? You got to even out the score. You That's gotta, right. Your average is way too high. <laughs> you got to get it back. You got to get some low ones in there.
1: I know. When you go from Gladiator to Office Space. Office
0: Space. There's a couple of them I thought about and. But this one, this one's a very, it's like an hour and a half long. It's nothing, it's nothing big. It's on, it is on Max. So if you're ever subscribed to Max, then you can, we can watch Office Space. Um, it's got a lot of great quotable lines. There's some that we'll talk about that I say all the time. Uh, it's, uh, it's one of my favorite. So look forward to that. I um, hope you enjoy it. And please change the look on your face right
1: now. <laughs> I feel so defeated. It's really not a competition. It is. <laughs> no,
0: it's not a competition. It's introducing. I really don't
1: look forward to my picks. <laughs> no, I think you've had great
0: picks. I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed <laughs> nothing above were. a
1: three. That's <laughs> okay. Now I'm like, okay, yeah, well, I'm glad you like pretty you, woman.
0: You've probably introduced me to better movies, before, like just on a normal our own normal life, like yeah. not for this podcast. You've already you've already introduced me some good movies. I, don't I can't so. think of any right now, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring out the big guns. I thought I brought out big guns for Moulin Rouge, but there's a lot of parts in that movie I didn't think about that I didn't realize that I was like, oh yeah, he's not gonna like this part.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you hadn't seen it in a while, which was fun for you to see it again. It was fun for me to see for the first time. I was, I really like your picks. I, you really I, liked it. I really like your picks. <laughs> Regardless of how I think about it, I think you you have good picks. I
2: have good taste. doesn't
0: mean you have good taste. And they're not bad. They're entertaining movies. You do a good job. I don't like hate any of them. I know I
1: do a good job. I I just don't. I know.
0: I don't don't hate any of them. them I don't don't hate any of them. They're like two and a half and three.
1: That's That's average or above average. No, that's less than half. Two and a half is
0: is half.
1: I would have settled for at least a three.
0: Settled for a three?
1: (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not going to persuade you. Let's end the podcast now. Okay. Well, thanks,
0: everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you like the last mo- few minutes of drama. Uh, I probably have to cut some of this out.
1: <laughs> Real and raw, baby. Real and raw.
0: <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed your pot, the pod. Make sure you're writing a review. Find us on the socials. Tell us what you think about it. Tell us what your rating be. Yeah, do would you agree be? or
1: disagree? Who do
0: you agree with more? Because
1: I'm just saying I've had people message me and think you've been wrong about a lot of your, your ratings. We you need to read
0: some of those. We need to read that next time. We'll yeah. read some of your your conversations that you've had with some people. So we'll have a we'll have a, a poll out some or a a two sided who's against who team like Megan it. team Megan and Team Caleb.
1: <laughs> I like it. So, I think I the, could win that one.
0: You definitely win that <laughs> one.
1: All right. So we'll wrap it up. We'll with wrap it up.
0: <laughs> oh, no, right. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next time on the His and Her Rewatch podcast.
1: All right. Bye, guys. See you next time.